الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد حدثني جماعة من الشيوخ بإسناد كل إلى سفيان بن عيينة عن عمرو بن دينار عن أبي قابوس مولى عبد الله بن عمرو عن عبد الله بن عمرو بن عاص رضي الله تعالى عنهما أنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الراحمون يرحمهم الرحمن ارحموا من في الأرض يرحمكم من في السماء The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in this tremendous hadith that those who are merciful, then they will be shown mercy by the most merciful. Be merciful to those who are in the earth and the one who is above the heavens will show you mercy. The ulama, they explain, ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّ الْعِلْمِ رَحْمَةً نتيجته رحمة في الدنيا وغايته رحمة في الآخرة. The ulama they say this is because knowledge is mercy. The result of knowledge is mercy in this world, and the ultimate goal of knowledge is mercy in the hereafter. قال الحسن البصري, the great Imam Imam Hassan al-Basri, رحمه الله تعالى, he said. He said that knowledge is two types. Knowledge is two types. A knowledge that is on the tongue and a knowledge that is in the heart. The knowledge that is in the heart, then this is beneficial knowledge. And the knowledge that is on the tongue, then this is Allah's proof established against the son of Adam. It is incumbent that we truly reflect over the likes of this statement. As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, وَالْقُرْآنْ حُجَّةٌ لَكَ أَوْ عَلَيْكَ And the Qur'an is either a proof for you or against you. The Qur'an is either a proof for you or against you. If we live in accordance to what we know, then we will benefit. But if we act contrary to what we know, then our knowledge will be a proof against us. Naam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Al-alimu 
يضيئ للناس ويحرق نفسه. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said that the scholar who does not live in accordance to his knowledge, then he is like a lantern. He gives off light while he destroys himself. And this is in reference to the wick of the lantern. Because the wick, that portion of the lantern that is in the flammable liquid, it burns. And while it burns, it gives off light. But the wick has to be replaced because it slowly burns itself. It slowly destroys itself. And thus is the similitude of the one who does not act in accordance to what they know. They will end up destroying themselves. So it is incumbent that we act in accordance to what we know. Naam. It is incumbent that we seek knowledge and the intention in seeking knowledge is that it is sincere for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that we are seeking this knowledge so that we may understand. So we may understand the text of the book in the sunnah so that we may implement so we may live in accordance to so we may act in accordance to and live by this is the purpose for seeking knowledge because we're seeking to act in accordance to what we know because we are seeking the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we want Allah to be pleased with us so therefore we want to implement and establish that which she has commanded us to do properly and we want to stay away and avoid that which we have been prohibited from doing. In order to do this, then we have to have knowledge. We have to have knowledge or we will not be able to establish what we are commanded to establish. Nor will we be able to stay away from that which we are commanded to stay away from. Because if we don't know what it is, then we will be incapable of avoiding it. We reach the 14th hadith of before the hadith of Imam al nawawi This hadith An Ibn Mas'ud Radiyallahu ta'ala Anhu Qal Qal Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam La yahillu damri'in La yahillu Damrummi'in Muslim Illa bi'ihda thalath That the blood Of A Muslim is not permissible except in three cases. La yahillu dem numri'in muslim illa bi ihda thalath. That the blood of a Muslim is not permissible except in three instances. Naam. And this hadith, as we will come to see, what is mentioned here is not from the bab of hasab, is not from the standpoint of restricting. Because there are other texts that outline other reasons and other causes that will be a justification of capital punishment. Now, there are other texts that highlight other reasons, other crimes that justify capital punishment. The Prophet and before that, we should we should know what we benefit from this first part, la yahillu that it is not permissible. The blood, naam, of a Muslim 
Demumri'in Muslimin That a Muslim blood is not permissible Which highlights and shows you The impermissibility Of taking The life of a Muslim The impermissibility of killing a Muslim Naam Because if there comes Illa The istithna is for the exception That under The exception Then a Muslim blood becomes lawful to be taken if certain crimes are committed. Which means that if those crimes are not committed, then it is not permissible to take the life of a Muslim. Now, if those crimes are not committed, then it's not permissible to take the life of a Muslim. So one of the highlighting points that we want to take from this hadith, it shows us the sanctity of the life of a Muslim. And that a Muslim's life is not to be taken, is not to be violated and infringed upon, uh, except where the Sharia has allowed. Except where the Sharia has allowed. Naam. And it's important that we, 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 we hold that point. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Athayyibu zani. This is the first of the three. And that is the adulterer. Naam. That is the Adult, the one who commits adultery. Now, adultery, as we will come to see, this is the one who was previously married. It doesn't mean that they're currently married, but it means that they were married at any point before committing this act. Ma'am, that they were married with a marriage that is recognized by the Sharia. So whether they are still married or they are no longer married, but the fact that they were previously married with the marriage that is recognized by the Sharia, then this will constitute the thayyibu zani. Naam? Thayyibu zani. When nafs bin nafs, and a life for a life, a life for a life. Naam? In the case of murder. The case of, yani, intentional murder. Watariku lidinihi. And the one who abandons his religion and separates away from the jama'ah, meaning the one who apostates from the deen of Islam. This hadith has been collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Hadith mutafiqun alayh. Now, this hadith is a hadith that those modern quote-unquote, progressive, quote-unquote, Muslims, they may take issue with, right? They may cringe at his mention, so on and so forth. But this is not the attitude that any Muslim should have. This is authentically reported on the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So, as Muslims unapologetically, we say now, there is capital punishment in Islam. There is legislated capital punishment. And we don't shy away from that fact, nor do we feel any type of shame or embarrassment yani, uh, for that. Because this is Allah Ta'ala's deen, and Allah Ta'ala, He is all wise, and Allah Ta'ala, He has legislated this for mankind. Let us look. Who is the Thayyib al-Zani? Qala al-Allama al-Sheikh Abdul Muhsin 
العباد البدر حفظه الله تعالى الثيب الزاني هو از ذا ثيب الزاني الثيب هو المحسن الثيب هي از المحصن meaning this is the one who was previously married نعم it doesn't mean that they're currently married not necessarily but it's the one who was previously married and or still married if they commit fornication if they have sexual intercourse with someone who is not yani yeah, not permissible for them to have relations with then hukmuhu ar-rajm then there yani uh, the ruling in this case will be for stoning to death naam for stoning to death كما ثبتت به السنة عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم as it has been affirmed in the sunnah on the prophet on the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم وكما دلت عليه آية الرجم and just like the verse of stoning points to التي نسخت tilawatuha wa baqiyat hukmuha that that ayah that its recitation has been abrogated this ayah it has been abrogated ma'am the recitation of it has been abrogated but its ruling remains right So the recitation of it is abrogated but the ruling it remains. Inshallah Ta'ala will mention the ayah that was abrogated. But before that let us understand this. Qala Imam Ibn Rajab Al-Hanbali Rahimahullah Ta'ala He says فَأَجْمَعُ الْمُسْلِمُونَ he says that the Muslims have ijma'a. They have a consensus. Ala anna haddur rajm hatta yamut. Ala haddahu arrajmu hatta yamut. They have a consensus that the legal prescribed punishment for the person who is married and or was previously married is stoning until they die. Stoning to death. وَقَدْ رَجَمَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مَعِزًا وَالْغَامِدِيَّ Because the Prophet ﷺ in his time مَعِز and الْغَامِدِيَّ They were both stoned to death. They were both stoned to death. Now مَعِز هو ابن مالك الأسلامي نعم and Al-Ghamidiyyah Imra'atun min Ghamid Al-Ghamidiyyah She was a, a woman from Ghamid The place called Ghamid And Ma'iz He was the son of Malik Al-Aslami Naam I'm pointing this out To show Because some enemies of Islam They make it seem as if The application of this is only for the women and not for the men. Naam. 
This is what they try to project. That it's only for the women and it's not for the men. But we see here a clear example that the Prophet ﷺ, in his time, Ma'iz, he was stoned to death because due to adultery. And also al Ghamidiyya was stoned to death due to adultery. So a man and a woman, they were stoned to death. These individuals, they use as a proof that the Muslims only apply this rule to women and not to men. And they mention honor killings. Honor killings. That a woman, she would fornicate with a man. And as individuals know, when it comes to honor killings, these are individuals who what, were never married in most cases. They were never married. Naam. So an honor killing is that if a woman who fornicates, who was not married, someone's daughter, has a boyfriend, they fall into fornication, the people, they find out about it. So then what happens? They grab her and they kill her. Naam. They grab her and they kill her. A lot of times the boy didn't do anything to him. Now let us examine these honor killings. Are these honor killings, do they fit the rules and the regulations of Islam? First off the bat, we'll say no. Why? Because they're applying the death penalty to people who were never married. So is the ruling in such a case in Islam that they are stoned to death? No, it is not. Those who are stoned to death are only those who were, are married or were previously married. Those who were never married, then their ruling is not stoning to death. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is noble book. He says, And the fornicatress and the fornicator then whip each one of them with a hundred lashes. So the ruling for the the yani, the one who was never married and they fall into fornication is that they are whipped one hundred times, a hundred lashes. So if a girl had a boyfriend, then who was whipped? The girl and the boyfriend. How many times? One hundred times. Like, are they stoned to death? No, they're not stoned to death. So this is one point to show you that this honor killing, it doesn't fit the bill of what comes inside the Sharia. Is that one, they are not killed or she is not killed. That's one. Two, the punishment is not just applicable to the woman, but it's also applicable to the man. That they're both uh, lashed 100 times. They're not killed, but they're both lashed 100 times. Now, when we step back and we look from a historical perspective, at those places where honor killings are rampant and, 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 and popular and known, these are places that had honor killings before Islam arrived there. This is something that they took with them from Jahiliyyah, from the time of pre-Islamic times. Honor killings existed in those cultures prior to Islam reaching those areas. So we understand when we look at it from a textual standpoint, and you look at it from a historical standpoint, it brings us to one conclusion. That is what? Honor killings are not from Islam. Honor killings, they are not from Islam. Man. But rather, 
This is a cultural practice that people practice that is contrary to Islam. It is haram. Whoever implements these, these things for the honor killings, they are not ruling by Allah's book. They are not ruling in accordance with what Allah has revealed. Because there is no justification for such. And as the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, Muslim and that the Muslim blood is not permissible except in three cases. This does not fit the bill of a case wherein one a Muslim could be killed. So those who have done this, then it is in the discretion and the right of the Muslim ruler to put all of them to death for murder. You see? So they can't use this to say that Islam, whatever. No, 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 no. That's not from Islam, honor killings. However, stoning to death, yes, this is from Islam. And we do not shy away from acknowledging that. The ayat that was abrogated, then it was Allah Ta'ala's statement, وَالشَّيْخُ وَالشَّيْخَةُ إِذَا زَنَيَا فَرُجِمُوهُمَا Hakim is that the the Shaykh and Shaykh is an older man, right? Because we understand what's the ruling. Is that one who was previously married or one who is currently married, right? Okay, so the man and the woman, the older man and older woman, but again, it applies to anyone who was previously married, right? If they commit fornication, then stone each of them irrevocably to death. Now, a punishment from Allah, and Allah is the all-powerful, the all-wise. This was the verse that was abrogated. Now, so his recitation is abrogated. It's no longer uh, uh, inside of the, the mushaf. And it was abrogated when? In the time of the Prophet wasallam. Now, but the ruling remains. The ruling remains. And how we see the ruling remains is from the likes of yani, this hadith uh, and others where we see that the penalty for the one who commits for, the, for adultery is death due by stoning. Is death by stoning. وَعَنْ Ibn Abbas رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَنْهُمَا قَالْ قَالَ عُمَرْ لَقَدَ وقد أحصن إذا قامت البينة أو كان الحمل أو الاعتراف رواه البخاري عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه he said that I am scared that a long time will pass upon the people so much so until one will say we do not find Stoning in Allah's book and thus they would have gone astray by leaving an obligation an obligatory matter that Allah has revealed 
Is it not except that verily stoning to death is correct and the correct course of action and legal punishment for the one who has committed fornication and they were previously married or they are currently married? If, and this is very important as well, because stoning to death is only if qamat al-bayina, if the proof has been established. How is the proof established in the case of yani, uh, adultery? Nah. And, 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 and we know what is intended because other things are mentioned. Then it means that it is witnessed. It is witnessed. Now, what does it mean to be, to be witnessed? Is that there have to be four witnesses. Four witnesses who see the man's private parts entering into the woman. Four people who see the man's private parts entering into the woman. Then the witness of these four would establish this ruling. Man. Now I want you to reflect upon that. Some of the ulama they mention that this has never happened. This has never happened historically. There has never been four people gathered together at the same time who have seen the private part of the man enter into the private part of the woman. And that's very important. I'm not saying that you saw them, they were under the covers. And you saw them from under the covers. Or you saw them from afar. But you really couldn't see this detail. If, you, if four people don't see that detail, you cannot apply this rule. If three people see it, if three people simultaneously see this going into that, you cannot establish this rule. It has to be four people. And for this reason, they say historically, this has never happened. It has never happened historically. That four people came and said, yeah, we saw that. Never happened. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they mentioned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it extremely difficult, the burden of proof by way of witnesses, extremely difficult as a mercy for the human beings now as a mercy for the human beings and because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he does not love that filth be spread because if three people saw it three people they saw it and they opened their mouth about it but they couldn't bring a fourth then the legal ruling is that each one of them, then they are whipped, they are lashed for qadf, for accusing a believer of making fornication. You see? Because Allah does not love that, that, that filth be spread. You see? So this is to hide the sins of the people. Okay? That's one, that, that's one way. Or, alham, that the woman becomes pregnant. Right? We know she, she was not married. She was married before, but now currently she's not married. And some time has gone by. So it's been a long time since she was married. And then all of a sudden now she's pregnant. That has happened. That has happened. Now, and this is what? This is clear that something happened. Or in the case, and this is in most cases... When this ruling has been applied of stoning to death, 
in the vast majority of the cases, it was due to the last reason. And that is, that a person admits it. That a person comes forward and they admit it. In the time of the Prophet, when they came forward and admit it, the man he came forward to admit it, the Prophet, he turned away from him. He came to the other side, said it again, he turned away from him. He came again, he said it again, he turned away from him. Giving him opportunity. He heard it, but you know, turned away from him, giving him the opportunity. Don't say it again. But he was persistent because he wanted, because he knew his iman was strong. He knew that if I get the legal punishment here, I will not answer for it in the akhirah. I will not answer for it in the akhirah. Now, and his toba was a toba that was tremendous. This, these are the reasons by way in which that ruling will come into effect. So Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he mentioned what he was scared of or what happened a long time ago by and then Muslims now will come to start to say this and so on and so forth, but firmly establishing what? That this is the ruling in the deen. This is the ruling in the deen that yani, uh, adultery, the legal penalty is stoning to death. But, um, now, and for those who want the story, the story of Ma'iz, it can be found in uh, Sahihain, both in Bukhari and Muslim, and the story of Al-Ghamidiyah, Al-Ghamidiyah, it can be found in Muslim only. It can be found in Muslim only. Well, both of these narrations are authentic. Also, when nafs bin nafs, and in the case of murder, and in murder, yani, um, differing from manslaughter. Murder meaning that a person intentionally killed somebody. It wasn't by mistake, it wasn't due to a car accident and then it resulted in someone's death or any, for example, one was um, practicing archery, for example, at a range or at a shooting range and mistakenly killed someone else, right? This is all by mistake. It's not talking about mistake. It's talking about intentional murder, a murder, a, a murderer, yani, that they intended to murder someone, okay? So in that case, with nafs bin nafs, that if a person kills someone, then capital punishment could be applied. You kill someone, so then they get killed. Ta'ala, as Allah Ta'ala, he says, That, O you who believe, capital punishment has been written upon you as relates to murder. Naam, fil qatl. That capital punishment has been written upon you as relates to murder. O you who believe, capital punishment has written upon you as relates to murder. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to say that and you have in capital punishment for murder, life. Now, there's life in that. Why? Because if an individual knows, if I murder this person and I get caught, then as punishment, I will be killed. From that standpoint, the murderer will, will reconsider. Why? For their own self-preservation. So they will refrain from killing because they don't want to be killed. Now, now when you have societies where life is cheap, Individuals don't have this, like here in the West, where life is cheap. And you're in a, a state, for example, 
Talk about America. You're in a state, for example, that does not have the death penalty. Now, what's going to hold you back from killing someone? Especially if you think there's a possibility you're going to get away with it. And then in worst case scenario, you get caught 25 to life. You still may get out. You may not sit there forever without parole. You still might get out. A person in their mind might say, you know what? I think it's worth it. I'm going to kill this joker. You understand? Because life is cheap. And these people here, these secular people here in the West, man, they would tell us this is, this is progress. This is being progressive. The Muslims are archaic. Someone kills someone and then they get killed, that's archaic. No, 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 no death penalty. Even though they killed, no death penalty. Let them live off of taxpayer dollars. Let them have free health care. Let them have free board. Let them get free food. It's okay. All of that because you kill somebody? Yeah, subhanAllah. That sounds like that makes sense. They have better health care than, 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 than many of us. Than many of us. They get free dental. Right? They get sick. They get taken care of. SubhanAllah. Something happened to one of us. And that's it. You're in trouble. Your tooth fall out. You're not going to get another one. Your, your whole grill can be gone in there. And they'll give you the, the ones they put inside your, your, your head. The implants. Subhanallah. That sounds progressive or that sounds backwards. For the killer, does that sound like a punishment or does that sound like, ah, it's not that bad of a deal. So therefore life is cheap. So look how much murder is now. Whereas in the land of the Muslims, where the Sharia is applied, you don't find people murdering people like that. Now we're not talking about yeah, any murders that happen out of passion, crimes of passion. We're not talking about things like this. People go temporarily insane because they're uh, yeah, obsessed with a, a, you know, this, 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 this person or so on and so forth. Or a man get married again and a woman, she loses it. And, you know, it happens from time to time. Right? We're not talking about things like that. Which will not fit the bill typically for capital punishment. We're talking about people who just straight up running around killing people. You tell me the last time you can record, the last time you can bring me a serial killer in, in the lands of the Muslims where there's capital punishment. When last time there's a serial killer? Think about that. How many serial killers we have over here in these progressive Western countries that you know claim they're the best country ever, best way to do it ever? How many serial killers? I mean, we can they write books on them. So many. Every six feet. <laughs> right? How many serial killers? So many. Because they know if they get caught, okay, we'll go to jail the rest of our life and that's it. If you only get caught and you only find a, a, one or two people you killed and you know you done killed 20, hey, you might, you might even get, get a chance to get out one day. You might get parole. Right? That's how this, this country works. So my point is, is that when we understand the likes of this and we look at it from a sexual standpoint, which is really the only standpoint that, says, that's, that's, that we put credence in, right? and then when we look at it from an intellectual standpoint, we realize that what? They, they, are not, they don't have the moral ground to have any discussion with us as relates to this topic. They don't have the moral ground at all. Now, and, 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 and this is not to mention that you still have certain states and certain crimes that are still punishable by death. 
And if you have crimes punishable by death, you can't censor us for having crimes punishable by death. What hypocrisy is this? Now, this is the reality. Right. The one who they are a murderer, intentional, premeditated murder, yes, then their punishment is death. And, and we're not ashamed to say that. Their punishment is death. Yes, yeah, so and that's what they deserve. And then the Prophet said, The one who leaves his religion and separates from the jama'ah, meaning the murtad, the one who, the one who apostates. And in Islam, the one who has apostated from Islam, we understand this again from another narration, the Prophet has been collected in Al Bukhari. When the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Man Whoever has changed his religion, then kill him. Whoever has, yeah, he apostated. He went from going from being a Muslim to a non-Muslim, then kill him. Now, that's the ruling, kill him. Now, as it relates to all of these rulings, the, implement, the implementation of all these rulings, of killing, uh, by stoning to death the adulterer, by uh, killing the murderer, or by killing the one who leaves Islam, all of this is only in the hands of the ruler, the Muslim ruler. They're the only ones who can establish these, these punishments. If anyone outside the Muslim ruler, of those who the Muslim ruler has put in charge or likes of these things, carries out legal punishments, then they themselves are subject to be punished. This is only for the ruler. It is not for other than the ruler to establish these rules. And it's in their discretion. Is in their discretion, yani, to implement the likes of these things. Now, one time, I remember, and we, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to, yani, al-Hafid al-Murajab, he mentions other cases where, other crimes that people are killed for. But on this, on this point, I remember one time, a non-Muslim had asked me, they said, listen, is it true that if a Muslim leaves Islam, then in the Sharia, they are to be killed, right? Now you, now you find these apologetic Muslims, right? Um, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll try to talk in circles when asked questions like this, right? Um, however, I'm not one of those apologetic Muslims. So my response to that individual was, yes, that's the ruling. They get killed. And they said, well, how is that? How is that, you know, just... I said, because this is what Allah has revealed. So this is exactly the right course of action. And I take offense that you don't get that. They said, what do you mean? I said, let me ask you a question. According to the laws of this land, of the United States of America, an individual who commits acts of treason, what is the reward for them? What is the ruling for them? They said, death. I said, okay. You put your traitors to death unapologetically. But I'm supposed to apologize for that which is similar to us as Muslims are put to death? No way. That's the ruling. Said. Now, does that mean that if a person leaves Islam here in America or in Britain and so on and so forth, we're going to go hunt him down and kill him? No way. No way. Because that we don't have the authority to do that. Right? 
They don't have the authority to do that. However, if they leave Islam in a Muslim land and the ruler decides to kill them, that's the ruling. Okay? So, the same way they don't apologize for killing the traitor, why don't we apologize for killing the apostate? That's, that's the rule. Yeah. Does that ruling apply to female and male? Yeah. Same ruling. Same ruling. Same ruling. For, and, but again, this is all in the discretion of the Muslim ruler. This is all under the discretion of the Muslim ruler. Right? So, for example, if the judge looks at a case and sees that this person never had, yeah, I mean, whatever reason, this person never really understood Islam that good. The judges say, no, give that person down. We're going to give him some time. Give him down. Let's see if we can talk to them. Right? Or if there's a situation, and this is when it's applied correctly, right? Or if a situation where he you know that you know, there were some poor Muslims, you know what I mean, out in the, you know, in the, uh, the villages, the rural areas, and Red Cross comes through, and they come through with, with food and a Bible. Okay, that's what they do. Right? They, come, they come with food, clothes, water, irrigation system, whatever, and Bibles. They want people to accept Christianity. And then you have a poor Muslim, and from an economical standpoint, they say, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah sure. Go to, go to church, okay, yeah, whatever. Right? That's investigated. Well, what happened? Right? If a, if a person was under duress, you know, we're going to kill you unless you say you're a Christian. They say, okay. Then that's investigated. It's not just, you know, to get to the bottom of it, which is very important. Um, so it, it goes to the discretion of the judiciary. Right? And this is why, alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're not put in that position to have to make these type of decisions. We thank Allah for that. Who wants to be in a position you have to make a decision over a person's life or death? I, I don't want that responsibility. Do you understand? Can you imagine the sleepless nights fearing? Perhaps I got that wrong. Now you have to come and answer in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment. I, I don't want that. I'm okay. This is why many of the great scholars got in trouble. When the rulers came to them and said, I want to appoint you judge. They said, nope. Ah, I'm sorry. I don't want to be a judge. Period. Thank you, but no thank you. I don't want to be a judge. Now, obviously, somebody has to do it. But yeah, I mean, you had many of the great scholars who refused because the responsibility is great. It's a great responsibility. Right? Let us look. There are some other crimes that are punishable by death. Um, just, just, so we, just so we can know. And again, the West, we, we, we care nothing about what they say because they have crimes that are punishable by death as well. Right? And the same way they look at us as if we are Martians, if we were to have a comment about those crimes that they consider yani, justifiable to be punishable by death, then likewise, yani, we don't care about their opinions of those crimes in which are punishable by death in, in, in the deen. But some of their crimes, Hafid ibn Hajab, excuse me, Hafid ibn Rajab, al Hanbali, he mentions, he says, وَقَتْلِ جَمَاعَةٍ يعني غير من ذكر في الحديث and there are a group there are some يعني individual or groups of individuals who are to be executed who have not been mentioned in this hadith وهم and they are قتل في الوقت to kill due to homosexuality to kill due to homosexuality 
นะอินฮอมโมเซ็กชวลิตี้นั่นจะเกี่ยวกับที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เดี๋ยวนี้ที่เ
You know how many people that I know used to sell drugs, not because they wanted to, but because they had to survive and help pay the bills. And that was how their minds told them to do it. So they became a cancer on society, right? Because they were from a broken home. How many of them type of drug dealers, they were the ones taking care of the mother because she was so stressed out and, you know, broken that they end up taking care of her off of drug money. Now, what led them to do that was their situation, their predicament. Whereas individuals who were from the other side of town, across the tracks, from the cul-de-sac, who had a mother and a father, you don't find a lot of times that they was doing stuff like that. No, these were the ones that, 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 that were involved in organized sports. They went on, they, 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 they did okay, if not good, in school. They went on to college. They didn't have this problem with criminality. Why? Because they didn't feel that they were forced into that type of situation. So just from the act of, and we can go keep going on and on and on and on and on, but just from the act of fornication and adultery, do you see how many diseases come to a society? Just from that one act, how many evil repercussions it has? And I only mentioned some of them. There's a lot more that could be attributed to that, right? The person who is a murderer doesn't mind murdering a serial killer, so on and so forth. That's a cancer on society. Okay, the person who leaves his religion, it's a cancer upon society. They leave their religion, they encourage others to leave their religion, and so on and so forth, and then now what? People's religions are, are not saved? Because you have these false ideologies that are just circulating rampantly, and so on and so forth. It's a cancer upon society. Likewise, the homosexuals are cancer upon society. And historically, historically, the historians, they say, never has homosexuality been allowed or, um, what would you say? tolerated inside of a society except that it overran it never has homosexuality become rampant inside of a society except that it eventually overran it what does that mean that means that most of the people of the society will be classified as homosexuals whether they are bisexual which is still a homosexual Straight homosexuals don't like the other sex or what they call it now fluid. Where they do what they want, how they want, when they want, and they're undefinable. It's a homosexual still. It's still a homosexual. You understand? Now, look at those three different categories. That, this is three different categories. You can go through the LGBTQ. How many is that? LGBTQ5. Different categories. They're all equal to the same thing. What? Homosexuals. And the plus. Yeah, the plus. The fluid, I guess, now is the plus, right? Because if they're a transsexual, where they one sex, and then they say they're really another sex, and then they look at... It's still a homosexual, is it not? Still a homosexual. But it's from that standpoint of they want to look like... The man will look like a woman, and a woman should want to take hormones and grow a beard, and now look like a man. Okay? Still homosexual. All right. The... Uh, you know, bi, homosexual, gay, homosexual, lesbian, fit to the, uh, they all fit generally into the bill, okay? Although there's, there's some collab, I don't want to confuse them Anyway, homosexual, right? Okay, uh, and then the queer, the queer. Now, I don't know, I'm not an expert in these things, so I don't know the difference between a queer and a gay, and a, I don't know, whatever. I don't know the difference, but it, yeah, I mean, whatever. Because the result is the same at the end of it. The result is the same. But what, what distinguishes this from that, I have no idea. 
But they, but they say there's a distinction. Okay. They're experts. We take their word. There's a distinction. But they all gay at the end of the day. It's all homosexuals. Okay. So this is a cancer upon society. Right? And, 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 and the fact that it's tolerant is a cancer upon society. You have individuals now, little children in grade school talking about they're gay. Now, do you want me to really believe people are born gay? There's no one born gay. No one is, no one is born gay. They're taught to be gay. They're taught to be gay. Now, if you say, no, brother, you don't know. You, you backwards, this and that. You don't know. People right now, 2020, little kids say he gay. Well, you know what? Back in the 80s when I was a little kid, wasn't nobody in grade school saying they was gay. I don't remember nobody in grade school saying they were gay. No one. Because most kids in the, in the 80s when you were growing up, you wasn't even thinking about the other sex. You was playing with your toys. Your G.I. Joe, your He-Man, Girls, Barbie, Cabbage Patch Doll, Care Bear, whatever. You're right? That's what you were worried about. When you got to the point where you recognized there was, you know, some difference between you and her. Typically what? He liked her. That was it. The first time you start even hearing about some gay stuff is when in high school, where people got what, exposed now to different things. They start to learn about different things. Then they got corrupted. So were they born like that? Or was it the information that came to them that corrupted them? Now, if you have school curriculums that are telling the children that gender is a choice and they're teaching this in grade school, that's why you got little kids in grade school saying they're gay. Because the teacher taught them this is an option. Teachers never taught us that. We ain't hearing about that. But the first time we had sex education, we was teenagers. And even that was controversial back then. And we were teenagers. Okay? So are people born gay? No, they taught to be gay. But the point is, is that look how this spreads. Look how this spreads. We have a little boy now because he learned something in school and he got other little gay little friends, whatever, and, and seeing every, you know, all over the media, gay characters and so on and so forth, and it's being made normal, right? Then, then they come and they feel like little Johnny now wants to be Janie, <laughs> Right? He feels like this is an option because I've seen this one do it and they got a reality TV show of this little boy who say he a girl and so on and so forth. So he could be a girl. I could be a girl. That's how they think. So they, now they, they come home and say, I want to be a girl. I want to wear dresses. You know, I don't want to, uh, all this gender normative, you know, they have fancy words that make it sound good. That's, 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 that's heteronormative behavior. What do you mean I have to, I can't wear a, 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 a dress and I'm a boy, you know, you, you get with the times. Yeah, subhanAllah, what you mean? You understand the, the, the danger and the likes of these things. It's a cancer, you see it, right? In the 90s, you had the rappers wearing pink and, 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 and purple and all these things that were typically girl colors, and right? Uh, now, they, the, the way that the homosexuals are dressed now is the way the common person dress. Do you see how it spreads? How it becomes normal? You know, people, people who, you know... We're closeted now. They now they're flamboyant because they don't, there's no need to be scared anymore, and so on and so forth. You understand? It spreads. It's like a cancer. So yeah, they they they're to be killed because cancers are to be killed. Also, men atta the mahram, nam, the one who makes incest, the one who makes incest, like the son who has relation, sexual relations with 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 his mother. Or the father who has sexual relations with the daughter, 
or the brother and the sister have sexual relations with one another, the punishment in the Sharia for the likes of these individuals is death. Because this is sick. This is sick. This goes against the fitrah. Right? It goes against the fitrah. You're hard-pressed to even find a brother that would, that would admit that his sister is not ugly. Right? They're like, ew, it's my sister. Ew. Brother come and say, hey, I want to marry your sister. Ew, really? That's wrong style. I had to cut luck. Make a dog with me. Well, I hope you're okay. I mean, okay, whatever. Because you know, it's your sister. So you don't even see her like that. It's like, ew, okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see why you like it, but all right, whatever. This is the fitrah. A person looking at his mother in an intimate way, this is, this, is, this is not right. So these people are sick. They're twisted. Mentally, something's wrong. Right? So they're cancer. If this spreads now, it, it's a cancer. And this is where all this stuff is going because you understand, if, if, if you remove the, the, you know, the definitions and the restrictions, right? If marriage becomes whatever you say it is, right? If marriage becomes whatever you say it is, so he can marry him and she can marry her, then who's to say that a son can't marry his mother? If love is love, right? That's what they say, love is love. Okay, so it's love is love. A man can marry his mother? No boundaries. It's no boundaries. Then, what, then what's next? A man fall in love with his computer, he can marry his computer? A man fall in love with his coffee cup, he can marry his coffee cup? Like, when does it, it stop? Where does it end? Right? Allah understand. Okay, so the one who commits incest, the people who commit incest, then they have to be killed. The sahir. The legal ruling is they to be killed. The, the, the magician, the one who deals in magic, right? And magic is magic. When they say black magic, white magic, magic is magic. The one who deals in magic, then the legal punishment is that they're to be killed. It's a cancer upon society. People who deal with this type of things, they put spells on other people, put gin on other people, so on and so forth. That's a danger to society. A danger. Now, if a person trained his dogs to attack people, you would say this is a danger upon society. Don't go down that street. The man got his, he trained his dog to bite everybody. Okay, now a person work with the jinn and then they go out and hurt people. How much more dangerous is that? At least I can see the dog coming. I can run from the dog, right? I can jump in my car and run. I see it coming. Or I know not to go over there. I hear it barking. I, you know, I don't go there. But now a jinn, you can't see a jinn. They sick a jinn on you? That's a, that's a cancer. So they get caught, killed. The judge has the ruling, has the legal yeah, the discretion to kill them. Right? But, and those who practice bestiality, those who practice bestiality, then the legal ruling is they can be killed, capital punishment. And the one who abandons the prayer. Now, I'm abandoning the prayer because abandoning the prayer is from kufr. It, it, it edges the person from Islam. Now, of course, when it comes to the likes of these things, when it comes to riddah, let me just stop here and say this in general so we understand the ruling. When it comes to this, the hujjah has to be established. The proof and the evidences have to be established and all of the mawanir have to be yani, removed. Those preventative factors have to be removed. So if a person stops praying or does any of these things, they, they're homosexual, they this, they that, they that, you have to first explain to them what is the ruling of Islam as it relates to these things. You give them opportunity, you give them time to make tawbah, to rectify, to stop. You just don't kill them right away. It's just not capital punishment right away. But they're given time to be explained to them. And what's the proof of that is that Allah Ta'ala's statement, Wait a second, whoever contradicts the messenger, and the, and, and the point of reference here is, 
after clear guidance have been made known to them. So that has to be made known to them. It's not just you contradict the messenger, sallallahu and you're on the way other than the way of the believers. But it's after clear guidance has been made known. So it had to establish the hujjah. Naam. So falling into any one of these things by themselves does not warrant capital punishment. But it has, they have to be explained to them. The proofs and the evidences have to be explained. And they have to be, as Sheikh Hussain Taymiyyah said, that it has to be understood that they understand the proofs and evidences explained to them. Not just it was said to them, but that they understand what was explained to them. And all of the preventative factors have to be removed. Meaning, you have to investigate. Were you forced to do it? Because if you were forced to do it, then this whole conversation off the table. You're not held liable. Did you fall into it out of ignorance? person could fall into it out of ignorance. They don't know. So if you fell into it out of ignorance, you didn't know the ruling of Islam, then what you did, you're not liable. Were you given a false interpretation? That somebody, one of the, yani an evil scholar, told you that this thing that's haram is actually okay. Right? Like, like for example, like in, in this case, for the Salat, like the Sufiya, who say that if you reach Yaqeen, then you don't have to do any act of worship no more. So, so, so you'll find their Sheikh, he'll be drunk in the corner, right? Don't pray, don't fast, anything. You say, how does the Sheikh? Look, he's drunk in the corner, he's eating pork, he don't pray, he don't fast. They say, no, he reached Yaqeen. The rules don't apply to him no more. This is what they teach. So a person understands that, and then they feel they've reached the level of yaqeen, and they stop praying. You can't say, no, no, we're going to kill you. No, hell no. He was taught that this is Islam. So they have to be educated. They have to be taught. That makes sense? Right. وَشَارِبُ الْخَمَرِ فِي مَرَّةِ And the one who is a drunkard, the one who drinks, and not just drinks and got drunk, but the one who drinks and got drunk to the point where they were yeah, and he legally punished through the, through the judicial system three times. Now they have to go through it for a fourth time. Then it's in the, the court's discretion to sentence that person to death. Wasarim fi marratil khamisa, and the 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 thief at the fifth time. Now, likewise, they went through the judicial system, got caught four times for stealing, got the hand, this hand cut off, that hand cut off, this foot, that foot, and then now they say, okay, I, I still going to steal, nub, stealing stuff. Then, then the judge can say, okay, khalas, this one, you can sentence him to death. Right? But, I'm just saying, but all of these are what? They cancel society. A person just, you got to steal that much. Subhanallah. Right? But, وَالْقَتِ الْآخَرِ مِنْ خَلِيفَتَيْنِ and Mubayya And also the illegitimate ruler, the illegitimate khalifa, the second khalifa that illegitimate comes along that you can fight against him and kill him. Why? Because they bring instability. We have we have a ruler, the ruler is set, is agreed upon. Somebody come up and they say, No, I'm the ruler now. Okay, then that those those forces could be fought, and that individual he could be sentenced to death. Right? Woman Shahara Salah and whoever takes up arms against the Muslims. So there's a party of the Muslims and they take up arms against other Muslims, then we can fight them and they can be killed. And if they are caught, these renegade soldiers and so on and so forth, they could be sentenced to death. Right? Right. What Jasus? What Jasus? Al Muslim either Tajassasal Kufar and Al Muslimin. And the spy, the Muslim spy. Who turns informant for the kuffar? Naam. 
the Muslim spy who takes up espionage against the Muslim governments, if they get caught, then it is in the ruler's discretion to sentence that person to death. And um, in Western terms, it's the same as what? As a traitor. You get caught spying, you're a spy for Russia, for example, and then they catch you, then you're liable to be put to death. You're liable to be put to death. Or for whoever other, you know, you're liable to be put to death. Okay? So these are the categories of people who is eligible for them, capital punishment, uh, in the Sharia. So the Shaykh, he says that there are the, the benefits that we extract from this hadith, and he mentions four benefits, and there are others, but he mentions four. He says, the first one is the sanctity of the blood of the believer, the sanctity of the blood of the Muslim. Now, if they don't come with one of these reasons, then they cannot be touched. The second is that the ruling for the fornic the adulterer, um, who, again, was previously married or currently married, then it is that they are stoned to death. We benefit that from this hadith. Third, the killing of the one who premeditatively kills others when the conditions are met, when the conditions of capital punishment are met. Either tawaffarat shurut al-qisas, when the conditions for capital punishment are met. And again, with all of these things, what? Like when it comes to doing these actions that are kufr, like fight, like killing Muslims and murdering Muslims, and Muslims then it has to be establishment of the proof of moving on and so on and so forth. Now, and then lastly, fourthly, the execution or the executing of the one who apostates from the religion. And then the Shaykh he mentions, he says, Sawa'un kana dhakaran regardless of whether they were men or women, male or female, then the rule is the same. The rule is the same. Now, if they leave Islam, man or woman, then the rule is the same. Of course, after the establishment of the proof and after the removing of the uh, 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 preventative factors, then it's within the discretion of the judiciary to implement the rule and to sentence that person to death. Now, and then uh, the Shaykh goes on to get into the next hadith, which is the 15th hadith. Um, but inshallah ta'ala, we will save that until the next time. Whatever is correct, then it is from Allah. Whatever was from an error or mistake, then that was from myself and or the shaytan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive me for that. And may Allah's curse be upon the shaytan. Fa'naktafi bihad al-qadr. وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرا